This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Chromecast, the official podcast from Chrome Unbox, where we unpack everything from hardware to software in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, so that you can be more informed on all the latest updates, changes, and devices. This episode is brought to you by Visor. Do you manage your school district's Chromebooks? If you're tasked with keeping track of Chromebook repairs, loaners, swap outs, and warranties, you need Visor. Visor is a cloud-based Chromebook management solution designed specifically for school districts. Visor seamlessly integrates with the Google Admin Console and your student information system, simplifying Chromebook one-to-one programs. With Visor, you can easily see which student has which Chromebook, manage repairs, and even remotely disable lost or stolen devices while notifying parents all in one click. To find out how Visor can help your school manage Chromebooks and to lock in 20% off, head over to visor.cloud slash unboxed. That's V-I-Z-O-R dot cloud slash unboxed, or just click the link in the show notes. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to yet another episode of the Chromecast. My name is Joe, joined here today by Gabriel. I'm here. And Robbie. What's wow. up? Yeah. I'll have to go back and count, but it's been it's at least been a, a year. Just, you're at just least. next to me now. I know. We're, we're just best friends. Just, just yeah. you know. Here just, best just friends. Podcast pals. Just, yeah. <laughs> we're just gonna, you're just going to look over here. We're just going to be holding hands. Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> it wouldn't be the first <laughs> time. It's okay if it's like a normal, if it's the interlaced. Yeah. <laughs> Joe and I like to try split. to embarrass yeah. Robbie when Keep. we travel. <laughs> sometimes he just disowns us. <laughs> there have been pick, piggyback rats. Yep. There have been. The airport. That was great. Yeah, yeah. Yep, good times, mm. good times. Um, Robbie's over here, uh, double caffeine drinking. Yeah, just went to Top Golf last night. Yeah. <laughs> just me and me and a buddy, and he's a he's like me and this guy are golfing friends. Like yeah. that's what we're friends about. And so when we go to play golf, like it's serious. It's and all so in. we played for three and a half hours. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude! <laughs> yes. So I Just woke as, up. I woke yeah. up sore from golf yeah. this morning. I was like, and I play golf all the time. Yeah, and I was sore. And I was like, Justin's cool like that. Like he'll he'll relate on any level. Like he's my brisket buddy because like, <laughs> when I talk to him, that's all we talk about is Justin, like smoking Justin stuff. Justin knows no strangers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cool. yeah, that's funny. Robbie came in the other morning, and we were coming in here to play and do our little morning round of golf, and we 
I I haven't been to Kroger in a while, so we didn't have any water. He's like, well, guess I'm going in on Mountain Dew. He's like, <laughs> 7.45 in the morning, coffee, Mountain Dew, golf, let's go. <laughs> hey, you yeah. got to do what you got to do. That's right, because we were out of water, out of too. Water. We didn't yeah. have any drinking water, Jeez. so it was just like. I'm not drinking out of tap. No, no tap water. <laughs> Can't nah, do it. Not in this county. Yeah. No, not, especially not E-Town, not downtown. Yeah, quick shout out to Fresh Roasted Coffee. You guys are sipping on some now. We are, uh, I don't even know, Was it, we're anniversary now, are we all in on anniversary? Yeah. Have we gone I mean, through the other stuff? Until they say they ain't got it no more. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're just, it's just good. It's just good stuff. Solid. It's just good stuff. Yeah, and if you want to, and if you want a uh, a limited, not limited necessarily, special edition Exclusive. is what I Exclusive. Yeah, special edition bag, Chrome Unbox bag. Uh, just click the link in the show notes. It's or great. go to chromeunbox.com forward slash coffee. Easy. Bada bing, bada boom. Make Easy it peasy. Um... Paul, we are happy to report, um, was not looking too good after the Thanksgiving break because uh, I may or may not have left him uh, in this dark room since Wednesday of last week. Wednesday through Monday apparently is not good for plants. Yeah, and especially these these types of plants. (laughs) You know, who knew? He he. It's like they wasn't looking real good. Like. Like yeah. photosynthesized right, right, right. things. He's yeah. perked right uh, back up. He's back to normal. He's well. He went from that, and I was like, "Oh, let's put him in the windowsill." <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it was super sunny. And Joe's like, uh, "It's not supposed to have direct sunlight." I, I did like, the well. Oh, I did the same good. thing when we first got him, and Andrew was like, "Oh, these you're not supposed to have." And so, yeah, yeah these things are amazing. They'll be on like their last leg, and then you find the right place in your home and the right amount of water. And next thing you know, they're literally wrapping around your living room. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. It's Brazilian it's, little fellows. Paul's 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 back. He's doing good. He's doing he's doing quite well. Uh, okay, let's dig into the topic of this week, and we're just gonna we're just gonna dive in. What I feel like, right, right, you're looking at it I now. Rob's looking I at it. I saw Ron's face out of the corner of my uh, eye, and I was like, okay, yeah, yeah I was I was distracted. Is there anything cheeky in there? Oh yeah. Oh okay. Yeah. I don't know. That, I'm not sure. We well, he's tweeting about it. Yeah, it, the she said the they said that their press release is going out tomorrow, but we get first dibs at writing it. So okay, oh, so, so we'll we, have it out before the podcast, one ah. way or another. Well, go ahead. Let's 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 throw it in and there. I don't know. Any, I don't know what to say about it. I want to know yeah. what Ron's tweet says now. Yeah. Well, let's say what it is. I guess. Yeah. So it's it's called it's not uh, Songbird because that's yeah. what I was calling it the other day. Sunbird. Sunbird. Pontiac Sunbird. Sunbird. No. Pontiac Sunbird. <laughs> so this company has been on us for a little bit about this presentation that they're going to give and how they're going to basically unveil a multi-messaging platform yeah. that includes iMessage. And so if Android users can just you know log Green, in and bubble use, blue, bubble baby. Yeah. use iMessage. And so my immediate reaction to this was, how are they going to do that? How and how, how when will possible? it get shut down? And, yeah, and why hasn't <laughs> been done before? And right. And listening to what part I did come in on, I was out for a little bit when I came in. Like it sent, didn't sound like they were giving any technical answers. It was just like, no. trust us, it's fine. Like it'll work. And you know, it's not built on anything. Like he kept saying, it's not hacky. It's not done that way. We did it the right way and stuff. And so I'm like, I, okay, but I just don't like with messaging, man. You're asking some people to really trust what you're doing yeah. and to not give really clear answers to how it's being done. I don't know. I mean, uh, how long did Google try to get everyone on board on RCS? Right. And they're Google. And this company. Like, is it encrypted? I don't know. Yeah. I, it's <laughs> just a read. So we were wondering if, if, why were we wondering if Ron was in there specifically? Well, well, I, 
So Joanna got the invite, and uh, I went ahead and signed up too. So we got in the Zoom call early, and Robbie wasn't here. Joe was over there editing, and I, I, all I heard from Joe is, "Man, this sounds like a cluster." Because they were in it the was, Zoom call, and I'm not. This isn't a dig on them. I'm just. This is just what happened. These is facts. Yeah, it's just facts. These are facts. These are facts. These are facts. They were in the Zoom call before the meeting started, talking about how they were going to run in the meeting, and it just it didn't feel very well. Didn't feel like this is something that they had should really have been done doing that before. behind the scenes without reporters and listening. The mar- yeah, the marketing, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, they shouldn't have let us in. We click, I clicked join at like twelve minutes till it was supposed to start, yeah. and they just let me in. And the marketing lady was telling the CEO, uh, "Oh, we've, uh, Joanna Romero's in here, and then uh, Gabriel Bringer's in here," and, and and he's like, "Okay, who's that?" And he, she said, "Oh, Joanna," and he, she really touted Joanna. It was yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, it's it like cool. Joanna; she's a Latino uh, writer for Chroma Box, but she's a hybrid hybrid uh, blogger because she does a YouTube channel too. And then out of nowhere. She goes, oh, and Ron, Ron with with Ars Technica, they are huge. They, I, oh, I'm God. just like, you <laughs> yeah. realize, like they, you don't, we can hear yeah, you, we, we, right? No, they don't. <laughs> no, they did not. No, they, they absolutely they did not. Uh, no, so, God. Whatever. Anyway, so here's shout a, out to Ron. So Joanna sent us a, a message. Said, well, I guess Ron was there, and I was like, uh, this could be good or bad. So I clicked it. You never I know with Ron. <laughs> yeah, Ron can get salty. Uh, if Sunbird's iMessage on Android app isn't a scam, the presentation sure made it seem like one. They filtered all questions through a moderator and blocked Zoom chat. They didn't read any obvious hard questions or give technical detail, details. Terrible presentation. Huge red flags. Uh, these people have sent me 10 emails in the last 20 days about their stupid presentation. So if I'm bitter, yeah. Embarrassing PR that was disrespectful. Waste of my time. Also, shout out to the guy's low battery smoke detector that was going off the entire time. That was great. Yeah. I didn't hear the what? low battery that smoke detector. That's That's, I didn't hear that. Um, Maybe it was Ron's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ron's like, damn it, it was my He did my it. He did it to sabotage. It uh, yeah. It, it, it. <laughs> If you've ever watched any like uh, like they do a Bitcoin conference every if you if you've ever seen any of these like when cryptocurrency first started to blow up not not Bitcoin but like the this current generation of like you know uh, Dogecoin uh, no not even Doge like uh, Binance Binance yeah. and stuff where it's all you know fast transactions low low overhead and everything it feels like one F- of these ICOs yeah yeah FTX it feels like one of these ICOs where they're like. They're like, we've got the greatest cryptocurrency ever made, and we've done this and this. Don't worry about how it's working. We've got it. Everything's covered. <laughs> you guys are going to be rich. You know, that's what it felt like. And I don't know. It was well. My one comment was, weird. I was editing, but the headphones I have are open back, so I can still kind of hear a little bit. And he, he uh, has selective hearing. Yeah, I did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, hey Joe, what's up? And he's like. So if I mean, I'm in the I zone, I don't I'm hear not, anything coming out of your headphones. You can hear me. I, I when I'm in the me. zone, I, I he's I like I can't hear everything. you. Then how did you just say I can't hear you? <laughs> I don't know. What? <laughs> I can't hear you. I can't I'm hear like, you. I get it. No, it's fine. Do you I, work? I, I, uh, I get in the zone and yeah, okay. I don't hear. Yeah. Anywho, uh, so I could hear a little bit of the presentation. And as someone who's done a lot of presentations for the marketing company we worked for, and we've had to do some presentations like when you have a moderator that is like queuing up questions to the people that are they're they're running the meeting i guess and they're just these 
So you're telling me that sun song so, uh, song I'm gonna call it sunbird. I'm gonna call welcome. it songbird again. Sunbird is basically like the da 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 da, and they're like, yeah, exactly. And I'm like, it just felt it felt weird. Yeah. It, it, it sounded weird. To and me, that, just I mean, a the bit CEO kept saying, oh, you know, we 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 answer the hard questions with the with the VC guys, the venture capitalists, and everything. He said we're we're totally fine with you know doing one on ones and follow ups. Yeah, and, sure, and, sure. And, and that's fine if they'd be willing to discuss that. But I get the feeling based on because we had the press materials before the meeting. I really get the feeling that they are not going to there's not going to be transparency on how they're doing this, which, uh, to me is a huge red flag because if they're not giving any transparency on how they're doing it, do you really think Apple's going to let them keep doing it? Like, because the difference, you really want to give them access to your, all your messaging. So are they basically intercepting and, and relaying through servers or how are they doing? Yeah. So what, yeah. So what they're saying is it's no log. They don't store anything. And it's not, he said, their developer said, it's not hacky. We're literally using, he never used the term API, but that kind of is what it sounds like. It sounds like we're using, you know the actual company's api to serve this because he said it's all dynamic if whatsapp up because whatsapp's on there iMessage, uh, text messaging sms um, no rcs as of right no now. rcs okay. he said that they're working with google to try to, to do it or whatever but he said if those platforms update like he said if tomorrow whatsapp did uh text message verification instead of uh, QR code verification, then it would just update because they're using their actual stuff. Right. So I'm like, that doesn't sound right either. But I, hmm. I mean, last time I checked, Apple's not handing out the APIs to iMessage and saying, hey, embed this in your product. Right. Nobody. Otherwise, it would have been done already. Yeah. So, so I just I, I have a hard time believing an upstart somehow. Just I got to call Ron. Figured out, <laughs> figured out a way around it and that it's going to sustain. Like, yeah. Yeah. Because, because the, when he was saying all that, he was saying, you know, with WhatsApp and with. Uh, you know, text messaging and 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 what's what was the other one of the encrypted, not Telegram, Signal, Signal, Signal. Yeah, which he is was, a big one. He yeah. kept saying those. He wasn't saying iMessage when he was saying that. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know because it has to be a hacky type. Of yeah, because here's the thing: we were excited about it because I mean, we're we're old WebOS guys. When they when they said unified messaging, the yeah. thought of unified messaging, I loved it. I mean, sure. get, that gets me excited. And if it worked, but that's going to take the Samsungs and the Googles and the Apples and everyone else getting oh, on board okay. and saying, "Hey," and the Facebooks and everybody else saying, "Hey." We're going to do a unified messaging. We're going to allow our stuff to be used in a unified messenger. This does not feel like that. Yep. Because I mean, the this guy, so, this guy is a CEO. He started some other companies. I looked at his link LinkedIn. I've never heard of his other companies or whatever. But if you're telling me that some small time, smaller, I'm, that's not a dig, some smaller company that I've never heard of out of Manhattan went to Apple and Apple just signed off on this when Google can't get. Because this will undo, like if 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 this is all completely on the up and up, like let's give them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, let's for say that this let's ninety seconds to to have a thought yeah. experiment here. This is completely on the up and up. They're doing everything the right way, and Apple's like, "Hey, we love this. This is great." Well, guess what? The reason that Apple hasn't shared made an iMessage uh, app Android. for Android or adopted RCS or done anything basically to make iMessage easier for Android and Apple people to work together. Is because they like their ecosystem lock-in. They right. like the upper hand it gives them. It's exactly what it is. It's nothing different. Everyone knows it. They don't ever have to say that. Everyone knows it's ecosystem lock-in. That's why they do it. So in this fantasy land where they have, they're doing everything on the up and up. This will undo that, right? 100%. Because Apple, 
Apple does not monetize iMessage. Apple monetizes the iOS ecosystem, right? The hardware and all the other stuff that comes along Services with it. Services that come along with it. If Apple, Apple is perfectly capable of putting iMessage in the Play Store. Yes. They could do it and charge ten dollars for it, and people, people would, would probably buy it, buy it yeah. and they'd make a lot of money. They have not done that. There's n- no way that they have freely said. Hey, sure, you little guys company. Go ahead and do this. this sounds great. You guys go to so it. So not and and that's There's not to say no that way. what that they're doing that what they're doing is illegal. I'm not saying that at all because I mean air message and stuff like that does does this, but you have to physically own an Apple, Apple device, device. Yeah. to set up as a server, and that very well may be what they're doing. They may be running some sort of server virtualization where they're running some sort of virtualized Apple software that maybe that's what they're doing. They talked like that wasn't it. I have no idea. So I don't I know did. how else they're doing. Cause it like also I makes said, me wonder how in the world would they scale this? Yeah. I, I don't like know if that you get, either. If you had 10 million people sign up, yeah, like a big all server the, farm in Manhattan. Up like, there. is there really, you're going to be able to really scale this thing? Yeah. Like, yeah. Really? I, I, I I don't know. I feel like oh, and for but they're not collecting money. Yeah, in the foreseeable like future, free because free. that's what he said. We're not, you know, he said we're, this <laughs> is not a money maker. Unless they're getting us. your stuff, <laughs> yeah, we're selling a bunch of your well, personal information. And I, I need, we're not storing anything. I need to go back and let and f- there was a spot in there where he said something about data, and I was like, mm. but then the CEO said, you know, down the road, should, would we'd like to make some money off of this? Absolutely, he said. But right now, we're not doing this to make money. So. I, I don't know. It's weird. I, um, it's super weird. <laughs> I've I've seen a lot of schemes. I've, um, this doesn't seem like the most straightforward way to make money. Yeah, unless it, they're hooked up with somebody that says, "Hey, uh, the data that these people give you will pay you good money for it." But that's Maybe. the thing. There shouldn't be any data, yeah. right? But that's just based on what they're saying, right? Because they haven't exactly and that's said what why they're doing. I just the developer got a good vibe off him. I did. Hmm. And I'm not saying that they're up to anything nefarious. I'm just not getting a sincere vibe off of this project. Hmm. I'm yeah. not. Well, don't know. We'll we'll, uh, we'll have to report back. <laughs> it's too good to be true. <laughs> yeah. But I'm moving like, up the wait list, so I'll let you know if my identity gets stolen. <laughs> oh Lord, <laughs> he's gonna get abducted. Uh, so Between next that week on the my five tab, I'm I'm done. I'm yeah, done for yeah. toast. Cable <laughs> feed. <laughs> Gabe will not be joining us on the Chromecast next week. We can already uh, make that episode. assumption. Uh, Gabe, it was great knowing you, bud. <laughs> time to start going by my government name. <laughs> oh lordy. Okay, well let's talk about let's talk about a couple devices uh, before we go into the break. So the main thing that we wanted to cover today is our list of best Chromebooks you can go buy right now in twenty twenty two. Yep. So this isn't necessarily the exact list that we've done before. Last year, we ended up having like one or two devices that had been launched right at the end of the year. But I think we still called it like, these are the best Chromebooks of this year. Yeah. But this did year we was... have older devices? I thought we did. I was it the, like, like the did. original duet that was still on the list that still won no, that was yep. technically yeah. the year before? Yeah. And, so it was ones that were available. Yeah, yeah we did look at that. Yeah. That's right. But anywho, point yeah. is, this year we really wanted to make it clear that there are a few devices on here that were released... Um, in 20, 2021, 2021. Yeah, right. and there's still great devices you can go buy right. right now. So the whole idea being rather than putting this list together and having a winning in e- a winner in each category and breaking them down and that sort of thing, because we had normally done a you know affordable, mid-tier, and, and high right. uh, premium. And rather than breaking them down like that, we just said, 
here's 12 great devices you can go buy right yeah. now, starting and, from low to high. And that came organically, too, by just going, okay, if we're going to do it this way, <laughs> What's let's most just valuable? start thinking about the devices that we like. And if somebody were to walk up to you and say, hey, what Chromebook do I get right now? And you, you know, they gave you kind of a price range and some stuff they're looking for. What devices fall on that list for yeah. all, you know, the the wider span of people? And so that's those are the devices that started showing up here. The ones that I happily recommend that I yeah. reviewed and said, like, this, this was great. This mm-hmm. was a great experience. Um, and if it goes on sale, like, man, you're going to buy this and love it, you know, instead of, it, to be frank, like, dealing with the, especially the lower price, because uh, we, it's interesting because we got to start thinking about MSRP versus sale prices. And that gets really tough because, I mean, right now, God, we might as well be called Chromebook Deal Unboxed. <laughs> like, that's like it's what's happening right, right now. Yeah. It's craziness. Yeah. And so, like, to act like devices should be categorized by their MSRP is a little silly, but it's like, well, that's the only sticking thing we've got. But because the sales aren't, you know, forever. Not always, but yeah. some of them feel like they're on sale more often yeah. than not. And I don't know. So that stuff gets confusing. And so, when we start talking about Chromebooks that, that MSRP for three or $350 and under, I'm like, yeah. There's only a couple that, in the consumer space. Especially if we were to say in 2022. Right. right. And, and the other ones are just regurgitations of EDU Chromebooks. So yeah. it's, it's the same basic Chromebook over and over again. And I'm like, I don't recommend those to people ever. Like, I, I don't, I'm like, just wait a minute. And one of these better Chromebooks is going to yeah. go on sale to that price Were there any devices range. released this year that retail for under 300 like, like MSRP, like you can go to Walmart or Best Buy. I mean, I'm sure there's an EDU or I don't know. Some of the EDU ones are like three or four hundred bucks. Oh, yeah. too. Like I guess you're paying for the ruggedness and the testing and whatever. But yeah. it's just it, that got weird. And then on the high end, there wasn't much of anything. You know, there's like you have the HP, the Elite. You know, yeah. and then it's like uh, a framework, framework. Yeah, no, you no, know, yeah, but that's not all bloated either. It's all in the middle. And yeah. So all of a sudden we had this kind of fat bellied. Yeah. thing going on and it's like well this doesn't like to try to break these into categories and pick a winner feels yeah. it just doesn't feel like something i would do if someone came and asked me right like i wouldn't be like what's in, you know here's here's your price category yeah. and here's the number one like it's like let's think about this and then if we give you a, a, a wide enough swath of chromebooks then you can just be looking for all those chromebooks yeah. and then maybe you never know which one's going to go on sale because exactly. they're going to keep going on sale it's not like there are more sales than normal right now but I would say only by a factor of two at this yeah, point. Like yeah, it's, it's yeah. not like there it's... always are Chromebook deals. Yeah, yeah uh, Best deals. Buy almost every week, if not there's every few days, has a what we would consider a flagship or a premium Chromebook gets discounted by 100 or $200 yeah. every single week. And so it's like, if that's going to be the case, then breaking these up into strange categories for just for the sake of organization... Right. Just, I don't know. It just didn't feel like the right thing to do anymore. And so th- this might be the way we do it moving forward. We might change it up again next year, but that's what we did this year. And so yeah. as we kind of curated the list, the number kind of organically just came to 12. I was going to do 10 and there were two on there that I just two more that we added that I'm just like, I love like every Chromebook on this list. I, I like this year because I would recommend all of them. Like I, mm-hmm. I, I would happily say, Hey, if this is on sale and this fits your needs, like if I have to have a touchscreen and this one I, I like doesn't have a touchscreen, then it doesn't fit your needs how cool is that because you think like two three years ago it was like there was a handful two like or three devices or three, yeah. were like if i had to go buy a chromebook mm. today with my own money uh, i'd have yeah, to choose right. between these three but now it's like there's a lot it would be hard for me if you handed me twelve hundred dollars and told me to go buy a chromebook it would be hard for me to pick the one i want right now yeah it really just, would. Uh, and and 
for me, like the the like <clears throat> ideal Chromebook, there are a couple that are really close to it. Uh, but it's funny, like even though I have this idea of what the ideal Chromebook is, and then something like one of the Chromebooks I'm going to talk about that I put on my top list doesn't match those specs. It doesn't, right. but I love it. So I don't know. Part of it's in just using them and, and, and the experience, and you know, that, and, it's, it's not spec sheets right. anymore. And that's what we always talk about, and it's the reason we unbox and we review devices is because you can look at a spec sheet, you can look at a you know a landing page for a device and get an idea of maybe what it's going to be like. Sure. But until you get it in front of you and use it and spend some time with it, you're you're not you're not going to get the full essence of that device. You well, know, it's like and, last year with the uh, the CX nine. I mean, it was yeah. such a weird device to review because it's like it checks almost every box. It's right. not a convertible. If you have a convertible, but like everything else, it does. You know, yeah. and they just didn't have any charm to it. Like it was, I don't know. Like and it was one that we were all it. so excited about. Uh, I was could more not excited about that to device get it in. than anything. Yeah, and, and I did like it's it. I used bad. it for a long time. Yeah, it's not bad. But honestly, ninety percent of the time, I used it docked. Yeah, we I sent, didn't use it. Sent it back, didn't we? Yeah, we sent yeah. it back. But she now, is it you? Up until a couple days ago, you could get it four hundred dollars off at Costco. Would I recommend it at five ninety nine? Absolutely, like hundred percent. Like it's a bad device. It's just there was just something about it. It, it just had it had this cold feel to yeah. it. It felt cold. It felt like yeah. a transformer, which is weird. Like, I guess maybe it's because it's so angular. And yeah, weird that might looking. have been it. Yeah. What's what's yeah? It's like the CX fifty four hundred that came out quietly and didn't have quite as many specs. It's what on is, our list again this year too. Yeah. It, it should be because it's an excellent Chromebook yeah. and it's. But it was put out last year. Why didn't they? What, what are they doing this year? I wrote a whole what article happened? about why they should update that Chromebook. Yeah, like, they really just, should just refine that thing. It was such a, a 16, good device. Do one of these 16 by 10 screens that a couple others are doing. Sure. 14 inch, you know, the Acer 714. Put that type of screen in it and stick with everything else you did. Yeah. Like, and Acer managed to get that bottom bezel down, by the way, on a convertible Chromebook. I, I, I don't want to hear yeah, that. Excuse I love the 714. But the 5400 just feels sleeker. I mean, yeah, it's a little it's, thinner. It's a little more it square. Was fanless, too. It, it was, which, so, you yeah. know, that is a drawback for some people. But people that are looking for something to game with or whatever, they're looking at a gaming Chromebook right. and yeah. whatnot. You know? Yeah. So let's take a quick break for an ad, and we'll come back and talk about a few of these devices. Yep. This episode is brought to you by Visor. Do you manage your school district's Chromebooks? If you're tasked with keeping track of Chromebook repairs, loaners, swap outs, and warranties, you need Visor. Visor is a cloud-based Chromebook management solution designed specifically for school districts. Visor seamlessly integrates with the Google Admin Console and your student information system, simplifying Chromebook one-to-one -one programs. With Visor, you can easily see which student has which Chromebook, manage repairs, and even remotely disable lost or stolen devices while notifying parents all in one click. To find out how Visor can help your school manage Chromebooks and to lock in 20% off, head over to visor.cloud slash unboxed. That's V-I-Z-O-R dot cloud slash unboxed, or just click the link in the show notes. Alrighty, welcome back everyone. Let's dive into uh, a few of these devices. I do want to at least tease the full list so that if you're listening or watching, you might be like, oh, I want to hear, hear some thoughts on that other device. So you, so you should go off? watch. So you should go watch the go watch the video. Do go read, read the off? article. I think so. Just do read it. them off. Do it. Just gonna do it. Go for it. I Let's got a better go. idea. Just hold your phone up to the camera for like <laughs> everyone, two seconds. And everyone, then, if everyone, you want it, you have to go watch the if video. You, if you <laughs> if you want this, now stop yeah. looking. That's it. You have to find it and you have to watch it. All right. So these are ordered lowest to highest, kind of. 
price, yeah. Yeah. Basically. Uh, and like yeah. What what you're able to get them for as of now or MSRP? Uh a little bit of both. A little bit of both. Okay, yeah, that's kinda so, what I thought. Yeah. Maybe. So they're so, not in any order. So <laughs> on kinda, sorta starting on order. the more affordable mm-hmm. side, Lenovo Chromebook Duet three. Of course. Acer Chromebook five fourteen. Lenovo Chromebook Duet five. Lenovo Chromebook Flex five I. HP Chromebook X360 14C, Acer Chromebook Vero 514, Acer Chromebook Spin 513, uh, Acer Chromebook 516 GE Gaming Edition, mm-hmm. Acer Chromebook Spin 714, yeah. Asus, the lone Asus, the poor lone Asus, Asus Chromebook Flip CX5400. A lone Asus from last year. <laughs> from last year. You all just didn't put out a Chromebook. Not our fault. They did. They it just didn't like them. Not the, good. What, the 5601. Yeah. yeah. Oof. Nope. Not a <clears throat> Which is also their gaming Chromebook. Two more. Fr- <clears throat> framework Laptop Chromebook yeah. Edition. HP Elite Dragonfly. That's my baby. Chromebook. That's my to baby. round out the list. Yep. The so, Flex, is that the 2021 edition? Mm. The 11th gen? Yeah, because that 12th gen Flex is still not anywhere to be found. doesn't exist. It's not yeah. real. They're just, just like, yeah, we're going to make this. This is our 12th gen. I wonder could have been what... great. could have been, but the bottom is real flimsy. Yeah. And the one that we've got, not not a fan of that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I wonder, I wonder how the Duet 3 and Duet 5 sold in comparison to the original because like the oh, original sold like hotcakes at oh, least yeah. it seemed that way it did it was always on sale and it was available for a while and it was the only type of its its device of its type for a long time and do you think but that the Duet 3 and 5 are kind of I, I think you probably have to put those sales together on those yeah to match that the you've got a lot more marketing around this generation too i just got yeah. another email from That's snapdragon true. insider they're doing another hundred dollar off okay. coupon Ooh. in addition to a sale that's going to start i think december 12th so you'll be able to get if you're a snapdragon insider you'll be able to get the duet five for 279 dollars again hmm. which is insane so if that's, you guys want one let me know okay code. that's pretty good i might have to hook it up that's like pretty good. or you buy the three either one yeah oh i do need to try awesome golf on the duet oh five yeah now. we had talked about that i did run it on the another chromebook and played just a couple hole or just hit some driving range on it it does look so much better on our projector than yeah. the uh the iPad does. Yeah. What'd you have on this morning when you came in? Before we started playing? You had it like at a fifty six yard chip shot on a different Oh, it was the it was a GS Pro. Oh okay. so I saw that they yeah. I realized that sorry, this is a total sidebar, but um like last time I checked they had hundred and thirty courses or something. I was like, I wonder where they're at because I feel like they're publishing courses all the time. They're up to 333 as of yesterday. Like almost every day there's new courses. When I saw in the new course list in Discord the other day that they added the hay uh, at it. It's a little bitty like chipping par three that's attached to uh, uh, Pebble Beach. Yeah. And so I was like, ooh, I'm going to load up the hay. And so yeah. it's one of the newer courses. And you can tell like these newer ones that they built on that are just, they're just gorgeous. Yeah. So, uh, uh, anyway, that's what it was. But uh, one other quick thing on uh golf golf related but it's kind of cool it's chromebook related robbie wrote a cool article about uh, uh awesome golf and how they made some updates to their uh to their to their apps to their apps to fix things for chromebooks like, yeah that's fantastic so cool yeah. we love it yeah we it's, love it that's exciting to see um 
and, and you know, I don't want to pat us too much on the back, but there's probably some of us yeah, making a video a and, and some content around it that make them go, oh, oh, whoa, uh, there's somebody developing. Yeah, anybody who's using it. Yeah, developers Chromebook. don't generally ignore communities that support their software. That's just a lot of times they're not aware of the communities right. they that thought use about their software. It. So. Yeah, and so it's it, it's a cool uh, it's a cool sign. Uh, to see them targeting Chrome. Perfect example. For you would think everyone who's a Mac user would know what LumaFusion is, right? Like you just inherently like as as a Mac user, you have to sign an agreement or something like that. I I think, I, I think that's true. I yeah, sold someone on Luna LumaFusion last night who they are a they are sole Apple household and had hmm. never heard of it. Yeah, it's yeah. Like pretty cool. Add yeah. your videos on your iPad. There you go. Yep. Um, Okay, let's start with, all right, so it, it, save your best for last, I guess. So like, okay. what's what's the number one Chromebook that you want? Save that one for last. Let's talk about a couple others that are uh, kind of uh, of this list, top of the list for you all. So I'll, I'll save my second, yeah, I'll save, so I'll do my, my first of my couple that I'm thinking of. The uh, Spin 513 is yeah. just one of my favorites for the price. The stuff you get for it. So thin it's, and light. Yeah, it's like a refined version. The outside is like refined of the 713 that's been around that people yeah. love. The screen's awesome. Keyboard's, you know, okay. But really great glass trackpad, convertible, crazy long battery life. With the 1380 is strong enough that you never think about performance. I, I just, I love that Chromebook. Like, it's one that when I'm not doing anything else... A lot of times I'll go grab it and, and yeah. use it for stuff because uh, I just I enjoy it. It's a great Chromebook. Um, it's fun to use. USI inputs awesome on it too. Like if I want to test mm. like cursive or something to know that hey the hardware here lines up perfectly with like all the USI stuff, I can grab the pen and put it on that and, and really test what the software is trying to do underneath all those yeah. layers of hardware and displays and all that kind of stuff. And so um, I've got a an article queued up at some point I'm going to write, like, I really hope it's some, someday, um, I, I can't find anything I'm tracking, but that somebody will make a, a 1380 or a 1200, uh, Campagno tablet. Yes. Like make a true tablet oh. with that because they it, like, it will make the best tablet ink. Well, I, what I want to say is it'll make the best inking experience that we've had for a Chromebook yet, because while it's fine to write on a convertible, it's okay. Like there's something about holding, I, I'm imagining, one of the Lenovo duets with something that thin, or the 1380 with a pen yeah. that works as well as the, the, the spin five thirteen does, except in a tablet form that I yeah. can sit and write on. Like yeah. we need that. We need 100%. that in the ecosystem. Like someone yeah. needs to make that thing. In my, in my interview with, with Adam King, we'll make sure to link it. Uh, when we were, we were talking about the, the 1200 announcement. Um, he, he obviously didn't say yes for sure, but he also didn't say no. <laughs> Yeah. To to the idea of a, a tablet, <laughs> a, tablet with, a tablet with the uh, with the a uh, thousand series processor in it, That'd be so awesome. It would be so so sweet. I mean, I'd like one with the eight twenty eight in it, but I don't feel like the eight twenty eight does that much better than the Snapdragon seven C yeah. Gen two. I think um, they should look at the success of the of the duets and and 100%. determine. I think. I mean, I think that it's selling well enough that I, I think that's enough to tell them hey, a premium tablet would do really well. Yeah, people really wanted the the Pixel Slate to be. It yeah, just, it was it wasn't the right time. Now's yeah. the right time. So yeah, I've thought about like firing it back up, but our keyboard's jacked. There's a couple keys that don't work on our little keyboard on the slate. Just a. Because it's got a, still got enough hardware in it. I lugged that thing around forever. Bridge, <laughs> bridge keyboard for it. Today. Yeah, but I, 
I just like the regular keyboard to work. You know, it's like really, yeah. I'm not testing it to <clears throat> test it, but you know, to be able to open it up and just use it real quick instead of having to pair something to it. Uh, but yeah, our keyboards, I think just about shot with it, but you know, like the, it's, it's not crazy fast, but it's, you know, it's got the same internals as, uh, the, uh, Pixelbook Go. So it's not like, it's not terrible. Yeah. Uh, but it's fast enough that you can really test out some of the tablet stuff and, and get a good feel for what a tablet with a little bit higher end internals would feel like. Yeah. Um, I would say the Campanio 1200 and, uh, 1380 would both best this slate, which is crazy to think an ARM processor in yeah. a Chromebook, um, uh, now beats something just from a couple of years ago. Uh, yeah. But it definitely would. Um, uh, and it would have the battery to boot and it could be nice and thin and I could go on about this. Yeah. But, right. the, I hope someone does it. Yeah, really sure. Do. Sure. Yeah. Going back to the, the 513, like that's, that's a, what what's the price point on that guy these days? What's it? MSRP is at six fifty, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, I think six thirty. Have there been sales on it? Mm-hmm. I was yeah, like, I so thought it's I gone saw in the, some. Into the I think it was five ninety nine, but yeah. yeah, it may be six six something in no, the five hundred dollar range. I'm just saying, like, yeah. it's you're getting you call it. I think we can call it call it that. I'm just gonna yeah. look it up and see it, see where it's at right now. You're getting this thin. It's it's like the just a slightly toned down version of the 713. Yeah, just get rid of the fan you ports, know? get rid of the extra slight right. bulk. Yeah, and it's 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 599, I'm sorry. MSRP. So there's oh, no okay. no deal on it right yeah. now, but I'm pretty sure oh, it's sold out at Best Buy right now. It's just one that that, you know, <laughs> so often my time I get to spend with devices when I'm I'm filming B-roll. Right. Um, you know, and then having them around the office, but filming B-roll with a device it's fun cuz I really do get to sit there and you know, spend a few, Feel yeah, it, a know, few hours with it. it, you know, dedicated and uh, watching back the B-roll of, you can tell, I, I don't know, this is, this is maybe something I got to work on, but when I'm excited and like, I'm into a device and like, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is cool, this is cool. Like I end up getting like, yeah, my B-roll. <laughs> Joe, Joe comes back here and we don't see him for like four hours. Like, yeah. bro, you okay? I just got a lot of great B-roll <laughs> of that. And I just like as I'm going through and, and editing the video for the best of, we ended up uh, adding some B-roll for each, which yeah. which I wasn't going to do at first, but I ended up doing that. But as I was editing the 513 stuff together and grabbing the B-roll shots, I was like, man, that's a, that's a that was a cool device. Yeah. That, was a, that like, one's still here, isn't it? I'm pretty sure that one's still around. We, had, so we sent back so many Chromebooks. I don't, I don't think I know. ever drove that one. Oh, I love oh that. man. Probably, yeah. I'm pretty sure I asked. I might have even asked Acer if we could hold on to that one for a little bit. Yeah. Um, it's, it just, I, I, I love what like, it. Like, can we lose <laughs> returns? <laughs> I, I, just, I just love what it <clears throat> signifies for Chrome OS. Like, it's not trying to be the best at everything, um, but <clears throat> it's in a, in a medium price range, you're getting a lot for your money. Right. And a lot of that comes down to the fact that it's using a MediaTek processor so they can shave that cost down a little bit and, and add a little bit of other things here and there to make just a great great experience like it and it's fast enough that you're not sitting and wondering what the uh octane score is right like, yeah well, yeah is this thing is this thing gonna get by like yeah no problem no. like hook it's, it in it did it did have some issues early on with some of my ports because it didn't have an oh HDMI. yeah like, yeah there was one one of the the USB-C dongles we had wasn't working or kept, the usb-c yeah, was wasn't working yeah something. i don't know what that was about but probably a driver issue or whatever but other than yeah. that like having it plugged in it can run my monitors you know, and all that kind of stuff. I don't think it'll push 120 hertz to that QHD monitor yeah. there. It won't do that. But yeah, I think you got to get like 11th gen i3 and up to do yeah. 
for Chrome OS to, to agree to do yeah. that. So, but other than that, I just man, I love that Chromebook. So I know we've already kind of mentioned the uh, the the tablets, but uh, I do want to bring the conversation back around to those because. Um, <clears throat> You know, I, I was a little back and forth on kind of uh, uh, both of them, but I'll, I'll just speak to someone looking to buy a device and they want a tablet. Like, sure. you know, I love what Lenovo did with the with the three and refining it from the original duet and like better kickstand, better yes. better case, everything. All um, better. Like, all better. From, like from, was, from <laughs> how he said it in his review. Like, it's, it's a just perfect checks, upgrade. Checks all the boxes for upgrades. And um, so if somebody wants the kind of more consumer, you know, uh, uh, or consumption device, something that they're going to have yeah, around the house. Compact. Yeah. Something you're going to watch some, watch some videos on, social media, that sort of stuff. It's a great device. And then if you want something that is, a, you know, a little bit of a larger screen and something you maybe get a little bit more work done on, the 5 is a great option. So it's like it was yeah. cool that they put out, you know, kind of both options. And I think if you want a tablet... You just got to figure out what exactly you want to do with your tablet. Yeah, and I remember being like almost, I don't know, say put off, but I remember when they announced the Duet 3 or Duet 5, and I was like, <laughs> what? 16 by 9 tablet? 16 by 9, 13.3 inch tablet. Like, ooh, I don't know about this. Yeah. And then, you know, even even after the point we got it in the office, I was just like, I don't know about this thing. Like, this is just weird. It feels like they weren't thinking this through. And, and then I got it and started using it. I was like, it's actually pretty great. Like I really do like it. I like the screen looks great. It's OLED. You know the the fact that it's wide enough to fit. Like I didn't realize it until that device that that's the problem with a lot of tablets in your lap is that they're too thin. Yeah, and so you can't have, span between your you legs. Keep your <laughs> like perfectly like this. So I'm going you know? to sit and type. <laughs> yeah, and it's just awkward. And so it's big enough to sit in your lap and and sit on both your legs and I, like little I, stuff. Yeah, I love ours. We bought we bought one back when the Snapdragon Insiders did the promo the first time and I got it for my wife and she uses it just like kickstand kicked up whatever and leaves it on the kitchen counter when she's doing stuff around the house cuz she watches crime podcasts. Yeah. Day. Yeah, so we had to have a conversation about that last night. I was like, how much of that stuff do you watch? Because anytime she's, we see anything on TV, she's like, oh, watch this, watch this. I'm like, you already know. She's learning. In case you didn't know, there is a thing called Murderpedia. It's the Wikipedia wow. of murders. And I think she might be like a ghostwriter for them or something. <laughs> like, because everything. She's doing research, well, actually. Yeah, we watch hey, a lot of true crime start, start stuff. A, and start a blog. You know, she's like, oh my gosh. I'm like, I, I've, I've never heard of this, we but can, you're going to tell me about it, aren't we can you? Fold it? We can fold it into the Unbox Media brand. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Anyway. Murders Unboxed. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> People reboxed. <laughs> oh, wow. Anyway, sorry, that's, that's she bad. keeps it, you know, up on the counter or on the coffee table, and she'll put put her earbuds in, and she'll watch stuff. But then she can get up and walk away and still listen because she usually just watches video podcasts. Yeah. So she's she's the person that watches that. But then if it's there and I need it for something, it's big enough that I can pick it up. And if I have somebody messages, write an article need or something, something fixed, or I yeah. need to write an article yeah. real quick, and I want to grab my bag. Or I'm not a big tablet like consumption guy, but if I want to watch a YouTube video or just consume something quick, it is great because it it's not it's not unwieldy enough that it's fatiguing yeah. to hold. Oh, no, it's yeah. I imagine if good you sat all day with it, it would probably might get a little old. I don't know. I've something. never yeah. tried it, but <laughs> it to, is light though. Yeah, yeah, to me, unless you are just sold out on having a smaller, like you're an iPad Mini kind of person, to me the Duet Five it nails it. And I was with Robbie when they first announced it, it was like. 13.3 inches that's big yeah, yeah. and i would love you know. to see them redo this tablet in a similar vein 
maybe go like a 16 by 10. Mm-hmm. Yeah, aspect. just give just it a little bit. A little bit yeah. what was, uh, HPs would be great if they do a new chip. That's Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, what was the HP? 12. Was it a 3 by 2 or uh, was it a 16 by 12.3 inch screen, but it was 3 by 2. Okay, so it was a three by two. It's the same, well, basically slate the same size screen two. as the sl- as the slate. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, it's, it was eleven something because it was HP eleven X two. Yeah, and slate was, was thirteen. Yeah, it was just eleven inch. It was right. Eleven inch three by two. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm thinking I, of the original X two. I want to spend yeah, a little bit more time with the with the five. I might take it home. Yeah, I like it. A I'm gonna lot. take it home. I feel like I took it home and it was in the midst of a lot of stuff going on at work, and I didn't like. I just I, I needed my needed my Pixelbook Go back, yeah. you know. And so like now I I feel like I could take it home and spend a little bit more time with it. The the three I found I found myself because I do in the mornings um, uh, try to try to read and catch up on the news, uh, but I kept like I find myself still writing some emails and doing some actual work and I found myself not really loving that on the three. Yeah, I feel like, on the three, <laughs> it's like if, if you're gonna try to get whew. on the keyboard and start doing some stuff, you really need to find a table. Yeah. Um oh yeah, I had to go to the table. Like yeah, you lap, have to just not Can't good. do it. But it's better than the original on the table. Like the the keyboard's a little more spaced out. Like what would it be like it's comfortable. What would it be like docked to that that uh, quad H D monitor that I have? It uh because that could be I'm the solution is hey if I need to go get a little work done I've got a little dock I can make a little dock station in there and bloop. what did it do I don't remember if it pushes QHD or not I, feel I like can't remember might. what it, it yeah I can't it remember might. how it handled it I know it won't do 60 hertz for yeah. sure but because I loved it as uh, I, I have my will. little spot where I sit and read in the morning and try to check up on all of our articles yeah. and check stats and that sort of stuff it was great for that but as soon as I needed to go actually write an email right. or like do something yeah. it was ugh. Yeah, and that's but the five the, was better for that for sure. Yeah, and and I feel like you can you can sit down and do some work and like be productive for a little while yeah. on on that. So yeah, um, yeah, you should give it a try. Yeah, I just will. Sitting in I there. will. I will. It's, it's a great it. dart uh, scorekeeper. It is a great dart we, scorekeeper. We it, I just set it on <laughs> the. It's uh, true. Yeah. It's got a great, great screen. screen uh, awesome. Golden tee. I just set it on there and we use it to keep score for darts. Yeah, it's it's nice. it's, it's perfect for that. Uh, okay, let's talk through a couple other devices. Gabe, do you have one that isn't your top of the list that you still want to mention? Yeah, I think the seven fourteen is my mm. my number two, and I think that's just because Acer. What is this? Is the fourth iteration if you count all the 713s. Yeah, if you count so, it in the 713 So line. if you count it as the successor to the 713, this has just been their consistently great device that they sell at Best Buy. It's middle of the road price-wise, but it is the most well-rounded. It, it always has a little better processor, sometimes a little more storage, and just the overall build quality of the chassis and everything. It, if someone said, hey, I got $700 to spend, $650, or yeah. right now $479, yeah. which been is amazing. Crazy but you know, 500 to $600 to spend, I just want a solid Chrome OS device that I'm not gonna have to worry about it lagging or freezing up or anything. That's gonna be it. It's that Core i5, eight gigs of RAM, you don't have to worry about anything. Yep. Oh, Plenty it's got storage. the pen, too. Yeah, stowed pen, yep. 256 oh, gigs of storage. Exactly. Keyboard, 16 by 10 screen. Great screen. Yep. A lot of people gave it uh, <clears throat> a hard way to go because it, you know, they like the screen that's in the 513 and then the previous 713s, that 3 by 2 Quad yeah. HD-ish screen. Yeah. And so this is more of a 1080p+. Plus, um, but honestly, on a screen that size, you just you don't see it. Yeah. You don't... You, you, I don't think you have to get above 1080p until you get past 14 inches. Mm. Uh, I agree. You know, once you get a 15.6 inch screen with 1080p, it's like, if I look hard enough, I can see the pixels a little bit. So that would benefit from quad HD. Uh, But you know, for 13, 14 inch screens with 1080p, like they're sharp, they look good. So all you're doing is asking for more pixels for no reason. Um, 
you know, and I think the, the, the work around there is to get quad HD screens. I mean, that's, then nobody can really complain about that, but you know, the, these manufacturers are going to work with the, the pieces that they have. Yeah. And so like, if you look at the gaming Chromebooks, for instance, I'm, I would bet money that the panel, the display, 120 Hertz display panel that's in the Lenovo and in the Acer are the exact same panel. Like right. they look exactly the same. They're the same dimension, the same resolution, the same Hertz, the same RGB color Should space. Should we all take them apart? <laughs> Good. <laughs> I do want to crack the Acer open and, and maybe add some stuff to oh, it. Oh, boy. Here we go. What? And we're going to break some Chromebooks. <laughs> oh, no, we're not. No, not we're going to be that. Don't, don't, nobody heard that. <clears throat> but, yeah, I agree. The 714, people gave it a hard way to go early. And I, I'm in the review, I said this. I'm like, I don't know like why people don't like this Chromebook. Like, It's fantastic. Yeah. And even the bezels on it are awesome. Like, It's convertible with a really small bottom bezel. And it just, it, it was weird because and, it kind of pioneered that that aspect ratio and screen size for Chrome OS yeah. to the point where I feel like it has a cult following almost. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, that made a lot of people mad. But. Yeah, because they want that. The 713 out was always like... You can pay a little bit less and feel like you got a little bit more. Yeah. Like, and they, they cut corners clearly on all the 713s. The keyboards were always pretty bad. Yeah. yeah. Um, the trackpads were always really good, but the keyboards were not great. Uh, the build quality was... The last 713 was pretty good. I still feel like the 513s actually have better chassis than, yeah. than all those before. But, you know, it, I think it was the fact that you got great internals and a really nice screen right. in a convertible device. And, so, and that's because people will look at that, and it's right there. Honestly, it and the HPX360 are always like those two devices. They are the they are the main flagship con- sure. consumer devices. The price gap between them is $30, but to me, the value gap is huge. The, a- oh, the Acer beats close. the HP. Until HP starts putting better screens in their consumer Chromebooks, yeah, yeah. It's not even a conversation. And that's not to say it's bad. It's just it's apples and oranges because it's an I three, right? You know, what blah blah blah. So yeah, yeah. seven fourteen all day. Yeah, yeah. They need to refresh the if the X three sixty fourteen C. They've done two years in a row, three. And so I mean, like, just put use the same chassis again. It's a gorgeous. If they book. come out with a twelfth, do they have put, a twelfth gen yet? Mm-hmm. No. If they come out with a twelfth gen and it has the two hundred fifty nit screen and we're going to find somebody from we'll HP, fight people we'll slap them. <laughs> Like, oh, just get it to like, three. do you not read Chrome Unbox? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> get it to three or 350. Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, slap, there's some 320 by 10 but, yeah, into it. That would be great. So go go the Acer route. Because it yeah. does have a little sleep. Acer always, the 713s, 14s always kind of have those angular, a little bit like the yeah. CX-9. The, the HPs always feel a little more MacBook-y, flatty. And yeah. that device with a better screen and 16 by 10. It'd be a little bit of a different story. Yeah, yeah. it has decent. Don't raise the price though. HP has fantastic keyboards on yeah. those on that level of device. Great trackpad. Like it, it's always done a lot of stuff right. But I can't get past a two hundred fifty nits. HP yeah, needs to come out with a Chromebook that has literally the best speakers of any device ever on the market. I know, because just shut us up. <laughs> because what was that first one? We're the original HP of, Chromebook tired 13 of hearing that had yeah, the about first this. time they did the banging Olves and oh, Brandy yeah. with uh-huh. the big grill oh, on yeah. the top. And they're like, audio by B&O. And I'm like, uh, this sounds, sounds like trash. Like trash. Yeah. <laughs> I love that Chromebook, though. I it was, was watching awesome. Something. Do you remember that one? That was that was one of the last videos I did for myself. Yeah. Super duper thin silver HP Chromebook. Uh, it had real high res screen on it. Yeah, but real it wasn't a touch it, was the speaker was the speaker across, across the, top. the top. Yeah, yeah. So it had, had the weird hole pattern. Yeah, at the top. it was dope. Yeah. I like that. I like that Chromebook a lot. So I'm gonna I'm gonna guess 
your number one? I think everybody listening should, by this point, if you've been paying any attention to me at all in the last couple of months, should know. What, I don't what know because I was. I'm, I'm thinking. I'm thinking it's going to be the one that he's been hoarding for himself. Or yeah. it's maybe I don't know if it could be if you were to look at the entire year I don't know if he, no, would maybe go say, with the no, other he's, one. he is say, in possession of his favorite yeah. Chromebook <laughs> right now I the promise Chromebook, you the Chromebook I'm using or that that I'm putting on top of this is the one that I just like the most yeah. right not right. the one that statistically is so five sixteen G yes absolutely 100%. okay and that's why I said earlier like sometimes you look and think oh my perfect Chromebook would be blah 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 and well my perfect Chromebook would probably be convertible and probably not be 16 inches and probably come with a touchscreen. Yet this one doesn't do any of those things. Yep. And I just love this Chromebook. I mean, it's even a little bit thicker than yeah. a Chromebook I would normally it's not, like. It's not Don't unwieldy. Care. No, it's not but it's, it's heavy. It's, it's bigger, but it's firm. Like that's the yeah. big difference. Like I picked the no, no knocking the Lenovo Chromebook, uh, the gaming Chromebook or their, they've got like the flex three or whatever. They're big. It was another like fifteen point six inch. Yeah, yeah. It feels the same. That, and when you put that big of a Chromebook and it's all plastic, it's just going to be bendy. It's a little bendy. Like, it just it's going to be bendy. And so Acer's doesn't feel that way at all. It feels firm, but it's also under four pounds for a sixteen inch Chromebook. It's light. Uh, the keyboard's interesting. Um, not the best keyboard, but it's one of the better Acer keyboards I've typed on. Um, trackpad is perfect. Um, you know, it's got a great solid build quality. The screen is obviously jaw-droppingly delicious. You know, 120 hertz, uh, 16 by 10, quad HD. Like, it's, man, it's so fun to work on. Uh, it just does everything right. And great speakers, not the best. I do think Lenovo speakers might be a little bit fuller. And oddly enough, the Asus Gaming Chromebook, the only thing I think it gets right is its speakers. Um, <laughs> but I think it's got the same ones. The CX-5 poor, had the same speakers guy. on it. Yeah. Like, my wife has a CX-5 at home, and every once in a while she'll turn on a video. I'm like, whoa, sounds good. good that Lord. is just such a great Chromebook. Those are such good speakers. Like, That's like the original CX-5, right? Yeah, yeah the, the, the velvet and yeah. white. Yeah. Oh, man. And that oh, gaming Chromebook's cool. basically that. Yeah. Is the white um, outside, the black mm-hmm. inside? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oreo cookie one. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it, it's it's a, they're not on that level, because those speakers are just fantastic. But they're really good. Yeah. Like, I'm, I play Apex on it just with those turned up and it's the stereo separation is great like nice. i can tell where people are yeah, coming yeah, from yeah. and it's it's really engrossing the stuff acer's doing with their uh webcams right now is fantastic like when we hop in our team calls and stuff like yeah, when i doing have like that the noise reduction yeah, and temporal, temporal noise temporal reduction and flare reduction all yeah. that stuff yeah. i don't think the cameras are that much better i just think that they've some tweaked some stuff yeah. for their uh cameras they always look great um I just love it. I love that Chromebook. I love that I hook it up to my 120 hertz display, and it's as bright as my big display is, and it's 120 hertz across the board. And I love it. I, I my, love uh, every bit of my, it. My Linux tablet in there will only push 60 on my monitor. <laughs> 60 hertz it at 720p. <laughs> no, it's, it's pushing the full resolution. It's just it will only push 60. It won't take it to 75. Yeah, most so. arm arm yeah. ones they they just artificially <laughs> limit it. I think. It's, but it's, I am installing Apex Legends on it right now. The, the there you go the the five sixteen though is inter, GE is interesting because it does it almost it shows like what you value most in a device I right think it does and it, it's it like kind of identifies that right without it, me having thought about it, I'm like yeah oh, apparently this is what matters to me right you know and I think that's fascinating like you like you said you might put together a uh, uh, you know a checkbox list of of what you want out of the perfect device and this doesn't have all of that but it has really 
top of the line things that you value right, the most. Right. Great. So screen, clearly, the know. screen's a big deal to me, um, and a, a good enough keyboard is important, but it doesn't have to be the best mm-hmm. for me to be okay with it. Yeah. And a great trackpad is important. It's so weird because being super fast is yeah, important to me. That's so weird because I did not know. I, I stay docked most of the time, and I'm usually running whatever the most powerful device in the office is because I'm usually tinkering with Linux and stuff. I didn't realize that those are the same things that matter to me because I've ended up. We have devices that are more powerful than the Elite that we have here. Okay. It's an i5, 11 yeah. Gen i5. It's plenty powerful. Don't get me wrong. That's 12. Is it? Mm-hmm. All right, well, 12. Do we have other devices? Oh, you have the Acer and the framework. Acer and framework are both yeah. a little bit power, more power, yeah. but not much. But I always say I don't really care about touchscreen because I don't unless I'm using a tablet, and I don't use my convertibles as a tablet, and I'm usually docked. But since I've started using the HP, I went back to it the other day off of the Acer because I've realized when I'm at home and I do need to do some work at home, that trackpad, mm. I freaking love it and the it screen's great. really great too i mean yeah, it's a good it's, screen but hp's great everything. yeah i can deal with a not mediocre great all yet, things I, I can deal with an okay keyboard as long as it's got a, some okay yeah. travel because acer's keyboard i used acer's chromebooks for so long their their keyboards have good travel but their keys are always really loose and jiggly the hp just overall oh, i man. absolutely the elites love that the elites trackpad or uh, keyboard is yeah next level but HP's keyboards, just in general, like yeah. whatever keyframe mm-hmm. they've got that they just dole out to all their stuff is. But I would never, excellent. and I would have never in my life, if I had gone out to buy a Chromebook, I really wouldn't have considered the HP because it offers so much stuff that I don't really think that I care right. about. But I'm like, there's a lot I really like about this Chromebook. And it's got great speakers too. The mm-hmm. quad speaker setup sounds awesome. Like yeah. it's it's superlative. It just it is. It is a super superlative device yeah. across the board. And I did miss my fingerprint sensor. I'm glad that's. Back oh yeah, so. yeah, and it's funny. You if you if you go watch the video, Robbie kind of goes through a checklist uh, no, of like, like, does it have this? Yep. Does it have this? Yep. Does it? You know. It, yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's, it's really got, it's the no brainer of like the best Chromebook you can buy. But again, when you said like what matters, like yeah. when we went out to California for that thing, well, guess what Chromebook I took with me? I took the GE because. I knew I was going to be sitting at a table right. and that was going to be my only screen. Well, guess what? That 16 by 10, 16 inch screen feels like a freaking workstation. And I can slide it in my bag and it's not that much heavier than other stuff that I would carry. Right. And the battery life is pretty good because it's probably got a pretty big battery in there. Did you take the Dragonfly out to California? Uh, no, I think I still, I was still using the CX-9, I think. Yeah, I, remember. I think so. I'm pretty sure. Um, and the Dragonfly, to me, the only negative thing for me with it is it's just expensive. And so... Right sometimes that to me makes me not want to fall head over heels for it because then it's like you know well nobody's gonna ever buy this thing like it's not so what's the chromebook that everyone would like or that everyone can afford that's reasonable i'm only using this thing because it was given to us i'm not gonna go buy it right what am i really gonna go buy this thing sure like with the pixel book yes the answer was yes i went and bought it because there's still something special about that. Yeah. Because that's the one. thing we with the H- with the HP. If you take the HP Dragonfly, that's comparable to the Spin Seven Fourteen. So i five eight one twenty eight. It's what twelve hundred dollars. No, that's I right now the well. You, I did get it knocked down with all the discounts yeah. and everything down like eight seventy one for yeah. the Core i three eight one twenty eight. That's more yeah. reasonable, but yeah. 
So yeah, the but i still, is at least twelve thirteen hundred. At least twelve. So you're saying uh, you know, actually it's two fifty. The the Acer is two fifty six. It's eight gigs and two fifty six storage. Yeah. So I guarantee it pushes it up over thirteen. So let's say thirteen hundred for that version of the HP. The HP is great, and you're going to love using it. Yeah. Is it? Seven hundred dollars more greater. <laughs> right, right. I guess is what you say. Right. More better. And it's, you know, yeah. and it's also when you know you have disposable income. You don't care. Then yeah, absolutely buy right. the HP. Right. And, and I, I like your point too about just the value proposition. And when we're when we're recommending devices to people, are we are we being as helpful as we can be if we're sitting here saying this Chromebook has all the bells and whistles. This is the one you need to go buy. Obviously there are people out there that have bought that device and probably love it. Yeah, absolutely. If you have the money to go buy that sort of device, but the value proposition is always, yeah, and that's funny because that's a revelation I had this year that we've had more Chromebook deals this year than ever in history because there's more Chromebooks and Best Buy carries so many Chromebooks now. You know, five years ago they had ten, now they have right. somewhere around sixty. Yeah, uh, but I used to get so uh, writing deal articles can be so mind numbing. But I was writing one the other day, or I was doing a roundup or something, and I it, it occurred to me I was like. I worry that sometimes people are like, oh, more deals, more deals. But when we started Chrome Unbox, the whole purpose was to benefit people that love Chrome OS. Right. And presenting value proposition in a device, because sometimes we'll write a deal about a buddy device. You know, it's a cheap device. Right. Is it worth the deal that we're sharing? Yeah, absolutely. Because if right. it's a buddy device and it's cheap, but we still wouldn't buy it or recommend it, right. then I'm not going to share it. So for whatever reason, this year, 2022, I got all excited about writing deals again because I'm like, our readers should know this. People should know this. This is a good deal. This is right. a, you know, the uh, the Lenovo's gaming Chromebook, their higher end one's $800. Would I recommend that to someone? Absolutely not. Right. Last week, you could stack some deals with Rakuten and get it for $485. Would I recommend it at right. that price? Completely different conversation. All day long. Yeah. And that's beneficial to people. So, yeah. yeah all about the value proposition so what's your what's your number one where's joe he left yeah i was torn because uh i i haven't really used the framework uh i love the idea of the framework uh i I wanted to put it on there just because but i'm like i haven't really gotten yeah so so but for me i don't know if that's more of a novelty thing or not but um i i think i just talked myself into the uh hb i think that might be my my favorite so it's fair i mean and again it's just i don't know At, at the end of the day like there's not going to be you're not going to get a Chromebook with that much hardware in it, and it be cheap. No, it's just that's it's silly to think of. I was uh, waiting for a cut where Gabe wasn't talking so that I could cut to this camera or Andrew, future Andrew could good cut luck. to that camera. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> you're like, he just Gabe, left. Gabe, shut up. <laughs> uh, we need to have a like sign language. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Stop talking. Um, <laughs> need a remote. <laughs> but yeah, like. It, it, I don't know. <clears throat> it feels like that Chrome OS is in just this weird spot because we don't have a bunch of high-end Chromebooks coming out right now. And right. so um, I think that, I feel like that's going to change. I feel like we're on the precipice of another shift again. So we've got um, LumaFusion kind of coming out. Um, where is that right now? Is it still in some sort of beta or is it yeah, full-blown out? I'm pretty sure it's still beta. It's still beta for yeah. sure. So yeah. like once it's fully available and they're like, hey, you have to have XYZ specs to run it like that's going to push a, a few more people i think in the consumer space to want 
the seven, eight, nine hundred dollar Chromebooks, maybe just for that purpose. Um, as Steam games right. roll out of this beta status they're in and get ready to go, where right. they're actually ready. Like some of the stuff I've tried still is real broken, you know. And it's, I mean, it's this yeah. is a huge lift for them. So, uh, you know, but it, when the, when the time comes where I can install Steam and run most of the games that I want to play with this. Well, that becomes a consideration now. Right. And so there's there become now a few reasons like, hey, if you want to go get high-end hardware, because <coughs> they're not going to make an HP Dragonfly Elite with all this cool outer hardware and a, a Pentium Silver inside. They're not going to do that. It's no. like it's like they're not going to build a Ferrari with a four-cylinder inside. Like it it just doesn't work that way. And so, you know, it's it's once you start adding all that stuff, a haptic trackpad and a fantastic keyframe yeah. and Cost great money. screen and that stuff's all expensive. And then we're doing alloy frame and then we're going to do the magnetic charging stylus. And like we've added all the features on top. We have to put big yeah. processors inside too. So all of that stuff comes along with that, that, that agreement basically. And so it's like, okay, well, what if I want all of those things or what if I want all the outer stuff? And I don't, I, I just want to be like a normal Chromebook user. That's a weird space to be in. Cause there's, most of the Chromebooks in the mid range have trade offs. Yeah. So, right. but, um, I but I feel think like that's we're gonna, it's going to change. I feel like that's where I, hopefully Intel gets that way too because their, their lower end processors are getting really, really good. Yeah. But ARM could be the, It'd be a key, the poster child yeah, of that. A key I mean, change in that way too. And so <clears> I, I think all that stuff's going to shift. Like I think we're going to come back around to seeing more high end Chromebooks in the consumer space to use these applications that are, that are there for it. Like, when there's no need for a Core i7 12th gen with 16 gigs of RAM, like who who needs that actually? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, general consumers, if yeah. you're buying a yeah. Chromebook, you understand the limitations right. of the OS. Yeah. And now, yeah. Like, why do I need to go? I it, if the Celeron's enough to do what I need to do, what I'm going to do with it. But I want those features the HP has, but I also yeah. don't want to pay for all of that hardware on the right. inside. So like, it's in a weird spot. But all of a sudden, it's like, oh, well, if I get that hardware now, I can have Steam games, and oh, I can edit like yeah. 4K video and actually create content from this in this way with this device. Okay, well, it probably is worth me going ahead and upgrading to that, yeah. you know, if that's the type of thing I'm going to be doing on my Chromebook. So and that, I think it could change that. And that's the thing is, like, we've always talked about, like, the Pentium Silver and Pentium Gold devices. That's kind of a weird spot because, like, your Pentium Gold devices are really good. Like, the Flex 5i that has a Pentium in it, it's yeah. a great device. It's more than powerful enough for your average consumer, but the price is so close to those core eye devices that it doesn't make sense. And we always thought, well, those devices need to drop back down in price. But I think what's really going to happen is that the value of Chrome OS as an ecosystem right. is going yeah. to what increase. Get done. That those higher end devices, right. the prices will go up, and those Pentium devices will make more sense at four and five hundred dollars than they do right. Because right. right now they make no sense at five hundred dollars. So, and then we won't have to continue defending value proposition <clears throat> Chromebooks because it's yeah. really difficult to because people want to look at it from a very function. I get it. They want to look at it from a functional standpoint and be like, hey, why would I spend twelve hundred dollars on that HP when I can't edit four K video on it right yeah. now? Absolutely. And I'm yeah. like, I get that. I, I do it's understand that. Yeah. The counter argument to that then becomes this this is a device for people, and it's just right what I was just saying, that I live in Chrome OS. Like I live and breathe in, in Chrome OS. This is how I operate, but I also want the nicer hardware bits. Right. I want all the stuff on the outside. And so I can't get that without getting going all in on an HP, for instance. And so you know, like I think we'll see some separation up in the top end a little bit again this year because it's kind of 
it's kind of been constrained, I think, yeah. for the last 18 months. Yeah, for sure. Like last year, we didn't have too many high-end devices yeah. either. I mean, I hope we see some stuff at CES. That would be nice. Me too. Uh, it seems like we are. Yeah, on, I hope so. Based yeah. on some emails. Yeah. It seems like there's going to be some stuff. So, yeah, uh, so that's the wrap-up. And uh, Hey, what, well, you didn't say your your final Chromebook. Like, What, what was your, your high-end one? Yeah, so I you think... You talked about Number right? one, your top pick. Yeah, so I think uh, the tablets are... Um, are great. I think if somebody needs a tablet, uh, if they want that sort of device, um, those are those are just a great option. Love what Lenovo's done with those. But I think for me, the top of the list has to be the Acer uh, five thirteen. Okay. Just because of the ARM processor that's inside copycat. and in the thirteen eighty. I know. I'm, I'm I'm just I'm just a good old fashioned copycat. That's, that's what it I is. Said mine first. <laughs> I'm gonna get mine out of the way so it can't be taken. The idea of an ARM processor that's that capable, and I think it's it's because he's a, the M1 guy. He's the M1 guy. Yeah, yeah, if as someone who's edited video, like crazy massive, you know, projects in Final Cut and 4K RAW, you know, <clears throat> S log video, and seeing what an ARM processor is capable of, what <laughs> S log M1 S log M1 S log and throwing it all Niner Niner forty fiber. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the 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 1380 obviously is the first time uh, we're kind of seeing that device, yeah. the, seeing yeah. that processor in, ARM in, in a Chromebook. And I think once we start having more options uh, as far as video editing and other things you can do with Chrome OS, that's exciting to me. And I think um, the future um, for video editing could be on an ARM chip. Yeah. You we know, power need Chromebook. To do, awesome. I know you still have to work with LumaFusion, but we need to do a head to head yeah sure Just, we'll we'll do the exact same project on that and on a chromebook so, i mean it was and see what happens. absolutely i know yeah yeah it'll be fun to at least at least try Luma fusion on both of them yeah at least. that's exactly. yeah that's oh, what okay. i mean yeah, yeah. Yeah. like uh no 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 i mean do loom because you can do luma fusion on the m1 Mac. that's right okay yeah yeah um yeah so like it just just the idea of the 1380 and the the future of that and getting a device maybe that has some more some more RAM and some more storage down down the road with that 1380 or the next version of whatever the sure. 1380 will be and once we have more options for video editing and, and, you know, just more graphically intensive things, I think that's exciting for me. And so, yeah. and then also, I mean, just the 1380 right now, as it is, I think it's just a great device. Yeah. Like, like I said earlier, I loved filming the B roll of that. And the, the screen is fantastic. Thin and light, no fans. It's just, yeah. it's, nice. it's, it's, it's a nice device. Um, so yeah, I think that would be top of the list for me. Yeah. Cool. Copycat. Can't help it. Is what it is. It's a great device. Uh, okay, so just kind of quick recap. Let's see what we've got at the at the top of our of our pile here. We've already we've already we we've, have twelve. I mean, yeah, we've already got twelve. Right. I mean, you've got a great selection there, but the ones we've talked about today: Duet three, Duet five. Yep. Uh, Spin five thirteen. Yep. Five sixteen GE, Dragonfly. Yeah, I think those are the main ones. Oh, it's, uh, oh, and it's been 714. Gabe mentioned the, 714. the 714 as well. Yeah. That's right. That's right. So there you go. All great Great, devices. great devices. We, I feel like we've got a device on here for everyone. Uh, oh, yeah. Depending on what, what you need, clamshell, convertible, yeah. tablet, Use we've case, got you covered. Price range. Yeah. 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 So go uh, go check out the article. Go check out the video if you want uh, some more details on this stuff. But I think that's it for this week. We appreciate you all tuning in and listening and watching. If you are watching on YouTube, uh, make sure to give us a thumbs up if you like this. If you don't, then... 
leave a comment I, and I say just stick around this long. Leave a comment and give us some feedback if if you didn't no, like question. it. <laughs> if, you're, if you're if you made it this long and you don't enjoy what you're watching, please leave us a comment. Yeah. Uh, just let us know what we could do better. Or explain to us how you got. Here. Yeah. Not, <laughs> not you, sure why you, you would you, do that. How did you last this long you not enjoying this? this? I mean, my wife wouldn't watch this this long. Right. So. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. No, so, but if you did like it, give us the thumbs up. Go down there and click subscribe, and make sure to ring the notification bell down there in the corner so that you get an alert when we put out future episodes. But that's it for this one. We'll catch you all next week. See you. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. You can find show notes over at chromeunbox.com forward slash podcast. And if you want to stay up to date with everything that's happening in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, make sure to check out our website, chromeunboxed.com, and follow us on social media by searching for at Chrome Unboxed. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.